Back with Vershawn Jackson, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Bust a move. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I'm doing it. I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm not joining. I was I'm just going to let you go ahead I'm and do it. I'm very confused as to why I'm even doing any of these things. But I am. I'm trying to keep myself lick. I'm trying to stay limber. I can just do the background vocals. I like that one. <laughs> you want it. <laughs> you got it. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> Welcome back to The Captain, sponsored by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. The high-pitched voice you heard was Jake Bakovan. I am Rico. We are here to talk to you about all kinds of things, but right now we are focused in on the Husker wide receiver room as Mickey Joseph made his appearance on uh, the Husker radio network last night and spoke on <clears throat> spoke on uh, his wide receiver room and how uh, it has improved and, and all of the guys in that, well, almost all of the guys in that room. Um, <laughs> so as we go on, we've gotten to – Another one of the transfers, a less heralded transfer, but was gaining a lot of traction early in the offseason before he got injured. Uh, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, the transfer out of New Mexico State. Uh, he missed spring practice with an injury, but Mickey Joseph, Coach Mickey Joseph, likes what he's seen so far. He's going to be an outside guy for us. This is Mickey's quotes. He runs well, tracks the ball well, catches the ball well, and runs good routes. He's a veteran player, so he's caught up mentally. So we have we have just got to keep him caught up. He fits in well with Mark Whipple's scheme, and he's really versatile and can play special teams. And if you know, if you were following Mickey Joseph uh, during the uh, – uh, college football playoffs, you would have seen one of his tweets, one of his quote tweets about uh, Alabama's wide receivers. I think it was like their number two receiver was running down on punts, covering punts. And Mickey re- replied to that and said, uh, all my players will be playing special teams. So Isaiah Garcia-Castaneda, even if he ends up you know, being a starter on the outside for the Huskers, going to be end up on special teams. So the transfer, the six-foot transfer out of New Mexico State, impressing the wide receiver coach so far. Yeah, and keep in mind, New Mexico State is is at the FBS level. I think there are people um, that probably hope that he can be Samari Toure or, you know, kind of mm-hmm. they were surprised by Samari Toure coming up from a lower level in, in, in doing as well as he did. Um, but as we're as you as you hear there, he's a different type. He's not the slot um, guy. He's going to be kind of on the outside. So you kind of expect a different uh, different look there. But at the same time, too, you have to remember he's had uh, he's had a better season than anybody on this roster. Five hundred seventy eight yards, uh, four touchdowns last season uh, with with New Mexico State. So uh, I, I think that's I think that I don't know if you expect those type of numbers, but I think you expect something like that from him this year. I, I really expect him to be heavy in the mix. Mm-hmm. He's the most, probably the most veteran uh, in the receiver room. But if you're looking at the transfers in, he's the only one that doesn't have some type of connection to Mickey Joseph because Trey Palmer obviously was at LSU with Mickey and Marcus Washington, the guy that we're going to hit on next to transfer out of Texas was being recruited heavily by Mickey Joseph when he was coming out of high school and, and, and trying to choose a college. He ended up going with Texas and not LSU and, now he follows his his quarterback Casey Thompson, who transferred from Texas to Nebraska to Nebraska, and Marcus Washington. Uh, Mickey Joseph again says that he recruited him out of 
uh, high school, so he's very familiar with him. He has good hands, runs good routes, and is a big body. He also calls him a bit of a he, – he's kind of a bully, you, you go, which is a good thing. He's not yeah. calling him a bully in a bad way. He's, he's kind of a bully. You go get him, he'll set the tone, and that's what I like about him. So – for all of you, all of you, you know, wide receivers got a block, and I, you know, one of those people, uh, no block, no rock. Look, sounds like Marcus Washington's going to be one of those guys that's out there, you know, putting his body on the line, trying to make sure that the running backs have some have some room on the outside if they bounce it out there. So, Marcus Washington out of Texas has the rapport with Casey Thompson, has the uh, the talent to be recruited by a Mickey Joseph out of high school and to be recruited out of the transfer portal. So you would believe with the – it's kind of like twofold. He has the rapport with the quarterback and your wide receivers coach, who, again, has produced many an NFL receiver, believes that he's supremely talented. I mean, are are is it is it wrong to expect a lot out of Marcus Washington? No, I, I think I think you should expect him there. I I I don't know. I think it's kind of it, when you go down the the totem pole of what you expect out of the wide receivers. I, I you know I put him in my top four. I'd put Isaiah Garcia Castaneda in there, Omar Manning in there, and then obviously Trey Palmer. Um, but Marcus Washington right in there. And then I think that th- that's a, a really heck of a solid group. That you does have. sound really nice. Yeah. Now you hope somebody can jump out and, and again um, be a star amongst that group. But even if if not. Um, you got a lot of solid pieces there. And Marcus Washington was a solid piece at Texas. KC Thompson would go to him. Obviously, Xavier Worthy was his go-to guy. Um, and so you're going to have to – yeah, he's one of the best wide receivers in the nation. So you're going to have to kind of find who that is. I don't know if Marcus Washington is that, but like you said, they do have a rapport there. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, but it was, you know, if you start at Texas, <laughs> and I know Texas hasn't been very good, but again, they recruit and they recruit over you. I mean, if, if you're, if you're a four star coming in, you got to earn those minutes. And then the next four, you know, next class is three more four stars coming into your yeah. position. Like if they, if you're a four star, they miss on a five star that season. The next season, they might bring in a five star at your position. So right. you got to be ready. So it, it's tough. And in, in, in seven games last year, 277 yards. Again, doesn't blow you away, but if you think you kind of translate to that a whole season, maybe around uh, four fifty, five hundred yards, if he could keep that pace. Um, you know, that's kind of where you're at with Arzia Garcia Castaneda. Again, some solid pieces. I don't know if you have a breakout amongst those guys. I don't feel like Omar Manning's ready for a huge breakout. I think he's more on pace with those guys. That's why I see Trey Palmer as your breakout candidate. But that there's just a lot of expectation on him to do that. If you don't have a one thousand yard receiver this year, are you? Ha- is Nebraska able to have a good season? Like, are they? Is oh, yeah. Nebraska having a a winning season without a one thousand yard receiver? I think they're going to sling the ball around. A yeah, lot. I mean, I understand they've done it. You know, in multiple years before, considering that the you know first receiver to go over a thousand yards was Stanley Morgan. So yeah, but you know that that those were different times. So now, if you you know you have three guys at four hundred, one guy at like six or seven, is that enough to? get yourself to a winning record. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think you I think it, I mean, you'd love to have 
you know, nine win type of season. You think about some of the best receiving units that Nebraska's had in recent memory. Uh, you think about Westerkamp and Riley and DeMorne Pearson now and Alonzo Moore. None of those guys got to a thousand, but they were a solid group. And, and you know, I think Westerkamp got pretty close. Um, you could see something like that. You go back to, you know, Nate Swift and Todd Peterson and Maurice Purify and uh, Franz Hardy. And I mean, so uh, I, I feel like this has the potential to be maybe in those groups when we look back. And, and those are the first wide receiver units that I can think of, just mm-hmm. deep, uh, talented groups. I think that this could be that one. Um, but again, you need your Maurice Purify. You need your Jordan Westerkamp. You need a guy to stand about a little bit above the rest mm-hmm. to be the leader of the group. And that's where I don't know who it is. Again, the expectation is for Trey Palmer to do it. It could be any one of these other guys as well, though. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I mean, you would just kind of wait and see. But you really do. And, and the other thing with Palmer, too, is that, that, again, the comparisons to last year's team, I don't think uh, – matter too much just because of the big you know big change in offense but mm-hmm. I think it's undervalued what Samari Toure brought to this team a d- deep play threat um for, you know bailed him out of a lot of a lot of situations and yeah. that's where Trey Palmer fits in uh to be that guy but your deep play threat doesn't have to be your leading receiver either no I mean, so I, I mean he could fulfill partial role in 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 in, in taking over for Toure but not mm-hmm. be the complete package like, and somebody else could step up in that role Toure was the guy that at any moment he could bust a big one. Like he'd just run past the corner and Martinez would just lob it down there. And there he is catching it and running into the end zone. Whereas, you know, you, if you get some of those, those guys, if you get, you know, a Dick Crawford or Alante Brown or Isaiah Garcia Castaneda, even if he's, even if he's going to be on the outside or a Marcus Washington, you know, the, the shorter routes where, you know, you're getting 12, 10, eight, like you're, you're getting a couple yards here and there. You do that over and over again. You soften up the defense, and then a Trey Palmer takes you deep. Like, it's important to have that mix of players in the receiving room where, look, not everybody's going to be able to score the 80-yard touchdown, but you should be able to, especially with this Mark Whipple offense, if they're going to sling it around, you should be able to get enough catches to keep yourself happy. So we'll be, we'll be looking at that, and, you know, up next on this on this receiver list, you know, after all those guys, you've got. Hey, you uh, didn't mention uh, his comparison. His co- oh, okay. So, <laughs> Marcus Washington is being compared to so to Mickey Joseph. Uh, Marcus Washington reminds him of a guy named Racy McMath that he coached at LSU uh, and is now playing for the Tennessee Titans. When we read that name, Bach and I thought that's not a real name. He made that up. That's there's <laughs> no way anybody was named Racy McMath. Turns out, real guy. There's a Racy McMath. So, yeah, Racy McMath, Marcus Washington. Uh, we'll see if the comparison pans out, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, there's a couple other receivers, but I, I, I can get to those. It's Brody Belt, Wyatt Lear, uh, Ty Hahn, uh, and then, you know, Mickey Joseph believes that the uh, walk-ons doing a pretty good job right now for Nebraska. But we can hit on those after we come back from a break. Right here on the Captain 93.7 The Ticket. You guys are listening. And you know what? I got a, I got a question that I want you guys to, to text in, comment in. 402-464-5685. I feel like I know where a lot of people are going to go with this. But let's just say Nebraska has a winning record. Would you like to see a 1,000-yard rusher or a 1,000-yard receiver? 402-464-5685. 93.7 The Ticket. and Hotline. Sarder Heyman text sign. Answer that question. We'll read your text up next on the Captain. Captain. 